0: Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Justin. We are here doing our 10-minute sessions, or at least trying to stay on time. Last one was right on the money. We batch record these. There's no preparation. We take a look at questions, and we answer questions based on our experiences have been. So um, here we are, round two, and it's been fun so far, man. What is the question for today? You
0: know, I'm going to pop in and just say that you said 10-minute sessions, and I feel like you're often the one talking when we go over Limit. Yes. And it's actually yes. it's actually 12 minutes. So if you thought it was 10, I mean, you're like blown out. You're like I'm, You're like 12, 13 minutes sometimes. And I'm just like, Justin, we got to rein it in, bro. We got to close yeah. this
1: out. Guilty, man. Guilty. <laughs> All right. But so, you know, the first one was 10 minutes, so we're good. Yeah, we're, yeah. Progress.
0: I'm going to pat myself on the back, give you a little virtual pat there, Justin. I mean, we're, we're doing it. All right. Thank so you. this question is about how do you stay on track long term with your goals? And this person's kind of just saying that they... They get motivated and they they make all this stuff that they're going to do, and then they they're struggling with the follow through. So, how do you keep on track so that you keep moving the needle forward?
1: So, I've I've had the privilege of being coached by a number of different folks, and I, you know I feel like I've I've listened to a, a number of different people who you know are in the in this space or at least selling in this space. So they spent their their life teaching us how to achieve goals. You know, how do we go after it? And the reality is, I mean, I feel like I've spent so much time, energy, and money trying to understand that better over time. But at this point in my in my life, I want to simplify it a little bit more. And I, I, this is what I would go through now. And this is sort of the way I think about goals. The first thing I think about is I don't shotgun list goals anymore. I really try to think about why these goals are goals that I'm after. And the reason why that's important is... I find myself running a race sometimes based on some goal I've created and I'm getting burnt out more frequently than I normally would. For example, and you have to ask yourself why that's happening, you know, or maybe I'm a little, I'm more fatigued in the evenings and I'm not as present with the family or the kids, or, you know, you miss the workout because you just don't want to do it. And these are all signs that like, you know, maybe the goals that you're after are, are not consistent with what you actually value and maybe you've adopted somebody else's goal or maybe it's because you're competing uh, with somebody and you're running a race that really you shouldn't be running right so i think it's really important to be be clear about your goals you know if if that's specific to Dennis, i could talk about the delineation between people who should be practice centers and those who probably should just work with somebody who's a great practice owner that can help provide that structure and patient base for you so you can just earn. If your goal is to become a practice owner, that's important to work with the practice owner, somebody who can mentor you so you can really understand if that's something you want to do, right? So if you have a goal, go take a look at the people who have accomplished what you've accomplished and ask yourself if you want to pay the price. And so if if what I found really valuable is I was always like how did you do it, right? And was it worth it, right? Did you did you love it? And at the end of the day, you have to be willing to pay the price for whatever goal you're accomplishing. So step one, get clear on the goal. Make sure that's something that you actually want to accomplish and it's not somebody else's goal or dream you've adopted or something you feel like you feel compelled to do because we're on autopilot with our thinking, right? Once you're convinced that, yes, this is it, I want this, Go out and find somebody who has done that. I'll always say that over and over because why reinvent the wheel? Why go through this process on your own? Right. I don't need to do all the research. If somebody else has already done that for me and summarized it, right? If I can get the Coles notes, I'll take the Coles notes. That's my attitude towards things. So if we've done that, we're in a position where now at least we have somebody, maybe we're paying them. Maybe they're somebody who's generous with their time because you've begged. I don't know, but find them. Right form a good relationship with them, get connected with this person, and then just ask really good questions along the way. Because here's the last piece. Most people spend way too much time thinking about what to do, how to do it, and not enough time executing. If somebody wants to get started on something, the best time to get started is typically when you have enough information to understand the direction you're headed in, and then just get after it, right? That analysis paralysis that we run into is something that we see a lot. So... Yeah. I mean, that's that's really it, man. At the end of the day, execute. And so how do you stay on track with the goals? Well, if you can say to yourself, I want this because, and you were clear on it, two, you know you're taking a path and learning from someone who's already done this. So you're avoiding pitfalls and mistakes that you would have ordinarily made. So you're taking an intelligent approach to solving the problem. And if you're still finding it trouble to stay on track, then I think, quite frankly, that's just... Excuses, right? Like just do it, get it done. Find a way. It's going to suck. You're not going to want to do it. You're going to want to golf sometimes. You want to spend time with the kids. You're going to want to, you know, just kick your feet up and maybe watch something on Netflix. I don't care what it is. Go log your time for the last two weeks and guaranteed you've wasted at least, you know, 10 hours somewhere. (laughs) Like, unless you're that dialed in, but if you're asking this question, there's a lot of time being wasted, or at least I found that in my own life. So, so just get real with yourself. Right, get real with yourself and get the job done if it's a goal that you're clear on. And to me, it's that simple, man. You mentioned the
0: have a mentor thing in a mutual friend of ours and Josh Cochran. I know he had paid some real estate guy, like said, like I think he wrote him a big check and said, "Hey, can I just write you a big check and I can just call you with questions when I'm going through this stuff?" And I've never heard of anyone. I mean, that that shows dedication, but. I mean, here we are. He's, he's wanting to compensate. when This this person maybe might have just did it for free, but here he's like, hey, I know I'm going to get value from your time. Here's some money. I just need to call you every now and then and check in and just have you look over some of these real estate deals and stuff like that. And I always thought that was so cool when he told me about that. When I answer this question, I say, how, how do I stay on track? And for me, it's a big thing is always breaking down goals into little steps. But one thing that I have to force myself to do is I'm big on to-do lists, and I know some people aren't, but I'm big on a to-do list. I swallow the frog first. I take that one that I'm looking at, and I'm just like, there's so much tendency for me to check off the easy things, like email this person, email this person, log into Invisalign and do a few clin checks, do this. But then I had that one that I know it's going to take me like some brain power and some actual like, thought and energy, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll put that one towards the back. I'll get some momentum. No, I got to do that one first because otherwise that one's going to end up on tomorrow's to-do list. So I always try to swallow the frog first. And there's a book called Swallow the Frog that I took that from, and it's a whole book on it. I don't think you need a whole book on it. Just do the hard thing first. That's essentially the the premise of the book. And then my other thing for me is having realistic today to-do lists. Not having a long-running just to-do list, having one that's just for today, and it's a realistic amount of things that I can get done. Because it's nice if you finish that thing and you want to grab something else off another list. and you know. But always set yourself up the night before with a tomorrow to-do list, or it'll be today when you, you know what I mean. Don't put too much stuff on it because you're never going to feel good about it. Give it enough stuff that you can accomplish. Put only a few hard things on there. Try to do those ones first. And then the last thing I would say, and this is just my experience and this is what works for me for to-do lists, is that when I have something that's going to take me over an hour, something like a project or a bigger thing, instead of putting that on my to-do list, I will go and I will find time in my schedule and I will schedule an hour or two to work on that. That way it doesn't sit on the to-do list. I know when I wake up that morning, I'll see it on my schedule and say, okay, that's what we're working on. Because I find that's that's another one of those frog things. You might have 10 things to do on your to-do list and you know one's going to take you about an hour or two. And it's really hard to get moving on that one and, and get going because it's the big one and it takes a lot of brain power. So I like to schedule time where it's like, I'm only working on that. And these are, for me, just kind of productivity hacks that go forward. But to circle back on what you said, Justin, is I'm talking about how to do, how to do the things that you set out to do. But going back to what you said, this mentor thing, I was talking to my daughter about this the other day. She was saying, I don't like asking my teacher, her math teacher, she's 12. She doesn't like asking her math teacher for questions because she doesn't want the teacher to think she doesn't know it. And I said, the smartest people I know ask a lot of questions because I was always the person, when I took a seminar, when they're like, okay, we're going to take a 15-minute break and everyone's walking around and getting food, I just went right up to that, that speaker and I'm like, dude, I got questions. I was just writing them down as they were talking. I, you learn so much from clearing up misunderstandings or vague areas or just there's so many things that, that are only applicable to you that a speaker might say something and, and then you're like, okay, I, I, I have a misunderstanding about this or I want to hear their opinion on this. People have done this. Look at successful people and do what they do. So don't be afraid to find a mentor, to get a coach, to ask questions. I mean, I, I've been working out lifting weights since I was like in my 20s. But man, these past two years, I've been working with a personal trainer and it's a completely different ball game now. And I'm not working out every day with a personal trainer. I'm like working out five, six days a week total, but maybe just two a week with the trainer. But that has spilled over into my home workouts when I'm not with the trainer new ways of doing things, different rep counts, different kind of eccentric movements, like negatives. There's so much we can learn from people if we just are willing to put in the time to ask. So I just wanted to add that little piece from what you said, Justin. And since we're keeping these under 12 minutes, you got about a minute to close us off and take us out into the sunset, go.
1: I think it just comes down to, man, if you want something bad enough, you'll figure out a way to do it you'll find the time and you'll just get it done. And so when we're not, that's why we always have to go back and kind of do this gut check. Like, why am I not? Why am I procrastinating? Why am I not getting the job done? Right. And sometimes it's because you're chasing the wrong goal. Uh, maybe it's inconsistent with your value system. Maybe now that you know what the price is that you have to pay, you don't want to pay the price. Whatever it is, get real with yourself. But the reality is uh, you will get the job done if you want to get the job done. So just get after it. Do it.
0: Yeah. I want six pack abs. I've wanted them since I lost them when I was maybe 18 years old. And I just don't want them bad enough. Every time I get like leeway, I'm like, okay, it's starting to come through a little bit. Man, to take it to that six-pack level, that's a whole other level of dedication. And I'm just unwilling to do it. It, Maybe they'll come up with something. I don't know how to get this six-pack ab. I just have to let go of that goal, I think.
1: The dad bod has given a lot of people a lot of freedom, man. It has. (laughs) It is freeing. It's this body
0: positivity. I'm Okay. There's, right. nothing, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm still healthy and I'm still a good person. All right. Hey, info at dentalbusinessmentor.com. Send us your questions. Check out dentalbusinessmentor.com. One seventy nine a month. You could learn so much. You know, you don't have to ask us the questions. You could just go watch our videos and learn, implement,
1: and, you know, take your practice to a new height. So we will talk to you all next time.